You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bryce Patrick, here today to talk about the Rangers having three All-Stars. Yeah, count them. Three All-Stars on this year's team, which is kind of incredible because this team has been so bad. But first, if you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast just for you. Locked on MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Lighton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's talk about these three All-Stars. We have Adoles Garcia, who was a given since he was voted as one of the three finalists for being a starter. We have Kyle Gibson, who was a given because he leads the American League in ERA and has been one of the best pitchers in baseball this season. Incredibly impressive season for him. And last, but certainly by no means least, Mr. Joseph Nicholas Gallo, the 27-year-old right fielder, has been named to his second All-Star team, technically his second consecutive since there was no All-Star game last year. Would he have been voted an All-Star last year? Probably not, but, you know, that doesn't matter. Two straight All-Star games for Joey, who has been just downright incredible. And I want to talk about these guys and their amazing season that they had so far. Um, Joey really started off slow, but he continued in his approach and has been just one of the best hitters in baseball on the last few weeks, month, basically the entire month of June. He's been incredible, Um, but he didn't have a super great series in Seattle, um, hitless in Seattle in two games that he played there on the fourth and the second. Um, Chris Woodward talked about not wanting to take him out of the lineup when he's doing so hot, but still he needs to give him a day off every once in a while. And he said he acknowledged that he needs to do a little bit better about that. But last night in that absolute clunker versus Detroit, Joey did have a home run um, and looked like his old self again. But I want to go over the last 15 games that Joey Gallo has put up because they have been just absolutely incredible. He's got 10 home runs in that 15 game stretch, hitting 300 on base of 426, slugging percentage of 900. That's an OPS of 1326, which is downright phenomenal. Over his last 30 games, he's got an OPS um, over a thousand as well. Is on base in the last 30 games is 423. Um, his slugging percentage is 680. Now for the season, he has been fantastic. He's got 21 home runs on the year. His on base is 387, slugging of 492, OPS of 880. Just climbing right up there. Maybe it'll get up to 900. Um, his career best in OPS was in 2019, uh, 986. He slugged 598 on base of 389, which is also his career best. Um, So he's just two points below his career best in on base. He's on pace to um, get pretty close to that. His his best uh, batting average year was 253. Uh, Right now he's hitting 233, which is honestly right around league average, which is kind of wild given his, you know, propensity to not get on base a whole lot, get a lot of base hits stolen by the shift and by striking out, but it doesn't matter when Joey Gallo hits the ball it goes pretty far. It goes pretty hard. Um, he has been the most fun player the last month. Adolis kind of has that crown for the year, but um, Adolis hasn't been quite himself the last month. He's still been really good. He hasn't completely fallen off, but he hasn't also, he also hasn't kept up that insane pace. Um, and, you know, he is very deserving of that all-star spot. All-star spot. You know, he's 28. This is his first season. I feel like he is 
pretty much running away with the um, rookie of the year race. Now, your mean Mercedes has been optioned to AAA for the White Sox. Uh, he really, really has fallen off. Um, or really, really fell off, I should say, since his incredible start to the season. Maybe he's hitting like 380 for the first like month. Um, but it also has been bringing it uh, over his last seven games. He hasn't been doing super well, um, batting under 200 um, and does not have a home run in his last seven games. Um, but still um, an OPS in the 800s over his last um, 15 games. So, you know, still still doing his Adolis thing, but um, definitely a little bit of a slump right now, I think. Him getting to go to the all-star game is definitely going to boost his confidence. Hopefully he'll come back in the second half strong. I mean, it's, it's been a while. He hasn't really ever done this. Obviously he's a rookie. He hasn't had the major league grind. I mean, he's had minor league grinds and um, grinding when he was in Cuba um, in that professional league, but uh, he hasn't done it at the major level for the full season. So it can definitely be, it's definitely a grind. And um, I think he's going to bounce back in, um, have a really strong second half as well. I bet coming right out of the all-star break, he's going to have um, a little bit of a tear that it always goes on. Um, but I'd like to see him get um, maybe a couple of days off um, lately. Just, just give him a little bit of, of time. Cause you know, playing center field um, that often is definitely going to do some damage on your body, but for the season, he has been doing just straight up excellent in 75 games so far this year, he has 20 home runs, which is second just to Joey on the team. Um, he also has eight stolen bases. Um, he's hitting 270, slugging 522, an OPS of 828. Not quite where it was to earlier in the season, but still a very good OPS and definitely very good for what this roster has been putting up. Now, Nate Lowe has continued his hot stretch, um, really been doing very, very well for about a month now. Um, the on-base streak was ended at, I believe, 17 games, but he's still putting up really solid numbers on the season, especially over his last 15 games during that stretch. He's hitting 345 with an on-base of 406, slugging 552. He's got three home runs in that span. Um, right now, he's got 12 on the season. Has been a little bit of a home run hitting groove. Um, had a multi-home run game against the A's not too long ago, last week, I believe that was what his time. Um, yeah, I believe that was last week, but he has continued his hot ways. Um, not quite as hot in his last seven, still an OPS of 779 in his last, um, excuse me, that was the wrong year. Um, still an OPS over 800 in his last seven games, um, hitting 300 on base 323, slugging 500. So the power numbers are really coming up there. Hasn't walked quite as much in the last week, um, but has definitely been mashing that baseball and that is something we love to see from a guy who's as big as he is, as strong as he is. He's 6'4", uh, listed at 220. Um, he's a guy who's definitely got some pop in there. Um, and congratulations to Nate Lowe, um, another Rangers first baseman from Mississippi State. I believe he is the fourth now. Um, I think Paul Merrow, Mitch Moreland, him. And there's one other guy who I cannot think of who I'm sure if you're listening to this and you know who it is, you're screaming it at me. But uh, Nate Lowe, he was able to take a day off and go see his alma mater win the College World Series. Mississippi State's first ever College World Series title. Congratulations to them, to those Bulldogs, to Mitch Moreland, Nate Lowe, and Rafael Palmero, all those guys. Uh, I'm sure they're very happy to see their own water do very, very well. Now, take a quick break and come back and look a little bit at Kyle Gibson's season, what he's done to make him be named an all-star, um, and a little bit more at this weekend series in Seattle. Coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you often endure pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning? You know, wait for these guys to check their computers in the back, ordering parts from 
their computer, you know, you've got a computer in your house and you can go to use it to go to rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend up to 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts, do-it-yourself customers for 20 years. Prices at rockauto.com, they're always reliably low for every single customer. They've got everything you need, so you can go explore their easy-to-use website today, find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on, and their how'd you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, let's look at Kyle Gibson. Right now, the Rangers' best player. Uh, by baseball reference war, he is at 4.4 war for the season. Kyle Gibson is leading the American League in ERA with a sub-2 ERA almost through the first half of the season, a 198 ERA in 16 games, 95 and two-thirds innings, um, 81 strikeouts, so still pretty solid. An ERA plus of 227. Um, the FIP is a little bit higher um, than his ERA, would suggest that he's been this year, but that's just because he doesn't strike out a whole lot of guys. He's still done a very good job of limiting home runs, only seven this year, um, which is actually the same number that Kohei Arihara gave up in seven games, not to bash on Kohei Arihara, just to kind of say how great Kyle Gibson has been. Um, the only Ranger starter who has th- allowed fewer home runs than him this year is Dane Dunning, uh, which, you know, Dane Dunning has done a very good job of limiting those home runs, um, but Mike Fultinevich and Jordan Lyles have really not been doing a great job of limiting those home runs. Both those guys over 90 innings. Um, Fultinevich, I believe, leads the major leagues in 21 home runs given up, and Jordan Lyles is kind of hot on his tail with 17. But we're not talking about those guys. We're talking about the All-Stars. Kyle Gibson, um, 6.6 hits per inning or per nine innings, um, 7.6 strikeouts, um, and 0. 0.7 uh, home runs per nine innings. This guy has been incredibly consistent, incredibly good. Every pitch, he knows exactly where he's throwing. He's throwing with a purpose. He knows why he's throwing it. He knows what he's thrown before and what he's going to throw next, um, depending on how the hitter attacks it. But he has just been so smart, so good, so consistent. And the definition of a crafty right doesn't have overpowering stuff, but has good stuff, knows exactly how to use it, exactly how to attack guys, exactly what other guys are looking at and looking to do against him and knows just how to counter that. I don't really care about wins and loss record, but um, kind of incredible that he has a 6-0 and um, record this year with a team that's been this bad. I don't normally care about wins and loss because they're usually pretty stupid, and you know you can get attributed a, a loss if you give up. You go nine innings of nearly perfect baseball. If, you're, you're, if your offense can't score, then you can give up a solo home run in the bottom of the ninth inning to end a perfect game and you get saddled with a loss. So I think they're often very stupid, but him being six and zero on this team with what he's been doing. And, you know, the fact that he didn't get a loss for how bad that first start was, is kind of, is kind of wild. Um, but it just speaks to how good he has been this year. Um, were there any Rangers snubs for this all-star team? I mean, kind of, no, not really. Um, Ian Kennedy might have been, worthy of a little bit of consideration if he hadn't fallen off just a little bit. He's still been very good. He still has an ERA plus of 157. John King has also been very good, fall, also fallen off a little bit. Now they've tried to stretch him out a little bit. Um, and Isaiah kind of is absolutely deserving of being an all-star, but really you it just come down. You can't have four all-stars from this Ranger squad that has been this bad. 
Um, they are 33 and 52 in fifth place in the AL West. And, you know, if not the worst, then one of the bottom two teams in the American League this year. Um, they have a worse record than everybody except for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, they don't have a worse record, though, than the Diamondbacks. They don't have a worse record than the uh, Pirates. So I believe as of right now, they would be slotted for the fourth overall pick in this upcoming draft next year. Um, speaking of the draft, we're going to try and have a big crossover episode with the top five guys, or, or I should say the teams that are hosting or picking top five. We're going to try and get that together. Be on your in your podcast feed on Monday. Um, maybe we'll do something YouTube live. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but we're definitely doing something kind of big for this upcoming draft since the Rangers have the number two overall pick. I thought you guys might be interested in a little something like that. So we're still working out the details. I'll let y'all know as I get more of those details together. Um, but really looking forward to doing a podcast with some of the other locked on sad boys um, of the MLB network. I'm sure you guys will really enjoy that. They got a lot to say about their teams and what they think their teams are going to do. But that's just a little preview for something coming up next week. Now, uh, Kyle Gibson has just been so incredible. I don't really have that much more to say on him. Um, I'm just very proud of him. I'm very sad that he's probably not going to be uh, on the Rangers that much longer. Um, the trade deadline is coming up, and the Rangers would be a little more than a little dumb to not trade this guy at the absolute peak of his value. Um, but he has done wonders on the staff. I'm sure his influence can be seen um, around some of the younger guys. I bet he, a lot of what he's been doing has helped Colby Allard out. Um, I don't know that for sure, but just being around a guy who is pitching this well and seeing what he's doing and talking to him and picking his brain, um, I think that's definitely going to help out some of those younger guys. I wish that um, some of the guys like Brock Burke um, and uh, Joe Palumbo were healthy so they could be around him and kind of see what he's doing. Um, I bet he's talking with John King as well as he's trying to transition into being a starter. He's also talking with Dane Dunning um, and Coley Allard, like I said, um, and trying to help them, you know, see what it takes to be a successful starter in the major leagues. Cause clearly Kyle Gibson knows what it is. Um, he knows what it's like to struggle and he knows what it's like to be pitching the heck out of baseball, which he's absolutely doing right now. So um, I have loved his influence on this staff and I'm a little more than a little bummed. Um, once he is traded, but maybe some blue chip prospects can help ease my pain and your pain of not having Mr. Kyle Gibby Gibson pitch every fifth game for your Texas Rangers. Now, let's look a little bit at this weekend series coming up right after this word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your phone. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, let's look at this weekend series that the Rangers had against the Mariners. They came in and they had not won since July of 2019 in Seattle. They had been struggling against really all of, all of their road opponents um, in the division and just kind of all their road opponents in general. Um, I mean, they hadn't won a series in Oakland since 2016. They did that this past week. They broke this 
long, long losing streak in Seattle. I believe it was 12 games, something like that. Um, but it wasn't until Saturday, Friday night, they got real close um, in what was just one of the longest games of the season. Went incredibly late into the night, started at nine o'clock. Um, yeah, first pitch was at 7-11. Um, the, the game lasted four hours and 19 minutes. Um, I should say 7-11 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Um, so these late starts are, are rough. You know, I, I kind of bemoan it when, when there's no – there's no late game baseball on MLB TV that I could just pop on a random game at like 10 or 11, just carry me into midnight, you know, just to have something on. But when it's the Rangers that are on there, gosh, those things really, really stretch out. Um, the Rangers were doing really, really well in this one. Um, they had a lead um, until, until the seventh and eighth inning where the bullpen just did not have a great game. Um, Julio Rodriguez had another clunker of a game, um, a couple of earned runs in, two-thirds of an inning um Spencer Patton came in to try and limit the damage but couldn't really uh limit everything Kyle Gibson had another great start five and two-thirds innings um wasn't super efficient that's the only qualm I have with it. he did walk three um but these Mariners hitters were being incredibly patient um in five and two-thirds innings he threw 110 pitches um did strike out seven um the only run that he gave up was on a solo home run that he gave to um Fraley the uh, left fielder slash center fielder for the Mariners, number eight hitter. I just don't love giving up home runs to guys that are that low in the order, but you know, it's fine. If it was one of his, I, I hate to say, I don't really hate to say worst starts of the season, but it was still a really solid start. Just one, um, one run in five and two thirds innings. Um, really, if that's your bad start, then you're having a pretty darn good season. And Kyle Gibson, most surely is having a very good season. Um, the Rangers did a much better job with runners um, in scoring position than they had been doing, but still not a great job. Three for 13, uh, six runners left on base. Um, David Dahl was there and active, um, had his second steal of the season, but not a great defensive game for the Rangers. Uh, Brett Martin had a throwing error, um, and Charlie Culberson also had a throwing error in this one, um, but just kind of a weird game. Uh, John Hicks did not have um, his normal great offensive game because he only came in late uh, to uh, the defensive substitution for Jonah Heim, who is right now the starting catcher with um, Jose Trevino on the IL. Um, Multi-hit game for Nate Lowe. Brock Holt hitting leanoff, getting uh, IKF of day off. Joey Gallo DHing. Didn't have a great series, like I said, was held hitless in Seattle. Not sleepless in Seattle, just hitless in Seattle. But um, I think he'd rather be sleepless than hitless. Um, just my personal guess. Um, this one went late. Rangers ended up losing in walk-off fashion in the 10th inning. Very, very late night for those folks. Um, but on Saturday, that's when the Rangers absolutely brought it. Um, a big, big third inning for this Rangers team. Um, four runs scored in the third inning. Uh, three runs scored in the fourth inning, and that's all the offense that the Rangers need. Multi-hit game from Adolis Garcia. Um, uh, Eli White hitting in the two-hole had a three-run home run. John Hicks against the team that drafted him had a multi-home run game. Good on you, John Hicks. The bottom of the order and the top of the order really were the only ones doing damage in the middle of the order. Not super great day for them. Uh, no Joy Gallo in this one. Nate Lowe had a three-strikeout game. He went 0 for 5. That is the game that uh, broke the on-base streak but he was able to come back a little bit in the last couple of games since then. Nate Lowe didn't, or uh, Nick Solak didn't do much. Um, but like I said, John Hicks hitting eighth, 
had a multi-home run game. Um, Charlie Culberson hitting ninth had a multi-home run game. Um, and uh, the big three-run home run by uh, Eli White was absolutely huge for him. His fourth home run of the season off of Mark, Marco Gonzalez, who has been doing really, really well this season, but he gave up three home runs to the Rangers. Um, actually, the only three home runs the Rangers hit in this game were all off the starter, lefty Marco Gonzalez. They made him leave after three and a third innings um, and put up seven runs total on him. Didn't look great. Um, Rafael Montero came in facing against his former team, two and two thirds from him, shutout style. Um, really looked solid. Um, hoping the return for him ends up being a major leaguer someday because Rafael Montero is going to be pretty good against the Rangers um, for quite a while. This season, he hasn't been super consistent, has a 627 ERA, but he is a real reliever and that has been blown up just a little bit by a couple of bad outings and he still has some really, really nasty stuff. For him. Uh, Sunday's game was not quite as good offensively for the Rangers. Um, just one run, um, only a game from Nate Lowe. You know, a, a pretty, pretty fine outing from Mike Fultinevich. It feels like a very Fultinevich-esque game. Uh, gave up a couple home runs, four runs in seven innings. But he, like uh, Jordan Lyles, is mainly there to eat some innings, maybe get a little bit of trade value. It's not looking like he'll have that trade value at this point. Um, so he's probably going to stay with the Rangers for the rest of the season. But like I said, eight innings, only had to throw one reliever, Ian Kennedy, through an inning. Um, and this one lowered his ERA down to 286. Um, and the Rangers just weren't able to get past uh, Flexen, the starting pitcher for the Mariners in this one. Now, and briefly touch on this Tigers game on Monday because it was an absolute clunker. Um, a little bit of fun comeback rally attempt in the bottom of the ninth inning, how the Rangers were able to score three runs in that inning, um, including a two run Joseph Gallo home run um, and a home run from Jonah Heim, but the rally ended up falling short. So it wasn't really all that fun. Um, IKF was uh, dropped very low in the batting order for the first time in what feels like a long time. He was hitting six in this one. I don't know if that's going to be consistent because um, he's kind of fallen off a little bit as of late. Um, hitting 263, uh, which, you know, I don't normally love using batting average, but for IKF, that's kind of the main thing you look at because that is the main thing that he does well. He hits singles and he plays elite defense. And when he's not hitting singles, not getting on base, um, that's a bit of a question mark. Um, the last 30 games, he has been struggling quite a bit, hitting uh, 232 on base of 260, slugging under 300 at 296. Um, just one home run in his last 30 games. He was really off to a tear to start the season. I mean, he had five in, I believe, the first month, month and a half of the season. And then since then, it has been uh, not very much home run pop for IKF, which, you know, is the norm. But still, um, he already has his uh, career high in home runs for a season at six. Um, he had the most he'd had before in 2018 as a rookie, four home runs and 111 games. Um, so I don't know if he'll get to 10. If they can get to 15, that'd be awesome. I'm not really holding my breath in particular. I don't think he's going to find uh, that streak. Um, he still does have 15 stolen bases on the season. Um, so he's still being aggressive there, um, getting on base at an okay clip, but not great. I'd just love to see more offense from the defense is still there. The defense is still elite. The base running is still great, but um, would just love to see a little bit more from him in that offensive category, which, you know, is kind of always a thing with him. Um, this start, I feel like, was really a little frustrating for Colby Allard. Um, the defense was was really letting him down. Uh, IKF had a fielding error, which doesn't happen that much 
which was his 10th home run or his 10th error of the season. I should say Nate Lowe had a pair of pretty bad errors. He only gave up two earned run in five and a third innings, um, but he gave up five runs total because his defense was kind of letting him down. Did strike out nine though. in those five and a third innings um, home run allowed by Brett Martin um, was not super great. He was the one who was able to get the Rangers out of the third inning. Uh, Santana was able to pitch in this one, um, went an inning in two thirds and Taylor Hearn had a inning and a third of shutout baseball. So overall, not a great one. The Rangers will try and come back and look a little bit better tonight against Detroit. Um, and they have two more games against Detroit on Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, Tuesday night, there is Dane Dunning on the mill on the mound, I should say, uh, against, uh, Jose Urania. And uh, Kyle Gibson is going up against former first overall pick Casey Mize, who has done pretty solid um, in his rookie season so far this year. Might be the best competition that Adolfo Garcia has for AL Rookie of the Year. Mize has been pretty solid, but not spectacular. Not an all-star like Mr. Adolfo Garcia has been, um, but still should be a fun rest of the series. Hopefully the Rangers can not have an absolute quonger. If they lose one, they lose one. But um, I'd love to see Kyle Gibson go out and pitch strong. And the first game that he will pitch since being named an all-star for the first time in his career. Rangers have three all-stars and um, should have a very fun week ahead of them. Don't know if Joey Gallo is going to hit in the home run derby. I'm hoping so. Um, Adolis is also hoping to be invited. We'll see. Joey and Adolis have been um, Joey hasn't really said if he wants to, um, he hasn't said if he's been, been invited, Joey's been kind of, uh, non-committal about it, but I know we'd all love to see Joey Gallo absolutely mash some baseballs at Coors Field, um, might be a bit of a fire hazard, um, for those involved because those things are going to be absolutely blazing off of his bat in Coors Field if he hits in that home run derby. That's going to do it for today's edition. Until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.